You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of 20 Days Later. Alright everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for 28 Days Later and the story is as follows. A group of misguided animal rights activists free a caged chimp infected with the rage virus from a medical research lab. When London bike courier Jim wakes up from a coma a month after, he finds his city all but deserted. On the run from the zombie-like victims of the rage, Jim stumbles upon a group of survivors including Selena and cab driver Frank and joins them on a perilous journey to what he hopes will be safety. The film is starring Killian Murphy, Naomi Harris, Christopher Eccleston, Megan Burns, Brendan Gleeson. It is directed by Danny Boyle, written by Alex Garland. Here to join me for this Patreon podcast review, I have Lauren LaMagna. Wash your hands, everyone. (laughs) Dan Bear. I wish y'all could have seen my face when I realized that Alex Garland wrote this movie. (laughs) And Josh Parham. I'm just very happy to be here. All right. All right. Well, the stage is set. Uh, Part of the reason that we are reviewing this film, uh, we're doing it for a couple of different reasons, actually. One is because uh, there is another horror outbreak, apocalyptic kind of a movie that's similar to this in some ways uh, with A Quiet Place 2 coming out. And that also stars Killian Murphy, albeit in a supporting role. And there's something else happening in the real world right now called the coronavirus. And when the option was contagion or this, I don't know. This just spoke to me a little bit more. Like I said, with ties to uh, Killian Murphy with A Quiet Place 2 coming up. So here we are talking about the horror film from Danny Boyle that changed the zombie genre within Hollywood. In a lot of ways, um, I know for a fact that 28 Days Later was not the first film to do fast running zombies, but it is often cited as the one that made it popular. And so not only with that, too, this is also, I believe, uh, Danny Boyle's first collaboration with Anthony Dodd Mantle. Um, this was also a lot of people's first exposure to Killian Murphy. There's a lot to talk about with this one. Lauren, we'll start off with you. Um, what is your history with this movie? What was it like on your latest rewatch? Tell us what you think about 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later and me have zero history. I'm kind of on the young end of the team so when this came out i get scared easily as a young person so i did not want anything to do with it so i stayed home while everyone else went to it and so this is my first time watching it i'm aware of what it did with film and i'm aware that it's um danny boyle and alex garland so when i saw it i saw it very late last night and terrified me because you know what's happening right now but honestly it was a really nice cool kind of like a punk 2000s take 
on the zombie movie, which I thought was really nice and it's different. And I'm see what happened to the genre since then. And I can appreciate it. Not a huge fan of the third act, but I will say the first two were really entertaining. Okay. All right. It's good to get uh, an opinion from someone who uh, this is their first watch, actually. So that's very, very interesting. Uh, Dan Baer, what about yourself? Well, this is also my first experience with 28. Really? Yeah, I know. I It came out, what, 2002, 2002. 2003, which was like my senior year of high school, freshman year of college. So I did not really have a whole lot of time for movies um, that year. <laughs> Um, so I just completely missed it. And it's been one of those things that have always, you know, been on my watch list for a while because I only hear good things and, you know, everyone just raves about it. And Danny Boyle is, I love and Anthony Mantle I love and fucking Alex Garland. I mean, come on. Who's gone on to do uh, pretty well in the directing uh, yeah. realm while continuing uh, his great wa- his great writing. Seriously. And this is his screenplay debut. Yeah, yeah, which like crazy. Um, and it was it was really interesting to watch this now, um, a decade removed, a decade plus, almost two decades. Jesus, removed uh, from when it from when it came out and when everyone was sort of really talking about it. Um, it, I was kind of fascinated by it, um, and the the rhythms of the movie and how it really seemed to me almost more like a drama with zombies than a zombie movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a very very accurate description. Actually, I think you get a lot of that when you're pairing up uh, someone like Alex Garland um, with. A filmmaker like Danny Boyle, you know, Danny Boyle, I don't think would do a straight up genre film. He would be looking for the not only the stylistical elements to make it kinetic and unique as he does with all of his movies, but, you know, he does have a good grasp on story and character in pretty much all of his work. So, you know, you put those two together and it's like a can't lose uh, situation. I mean, and Danny Boyle also likes to look at, you know, like the wider social uh, context of any story he tells. And, oh, absolutely. Um, and this is this is like basically all about that. The um, the 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 um, like five to ten minutes after the titled screen, like not the opening opening, but the first scene after that when Killian Murphy wakes up and is just like wandering around a completely dead, empty London is I oh, that's some really fucking good filmmaking right there. Yeah. Definitely a feat in production design. Yeah. And, uh, for sure. And Anthony Dodd Mantle's cinematography. I love the super grainy look. Um, especially of those of that beginning, it almost makes it feel like it's older than 2002 somehow. Mm. It makes it feel like it's more from the It's interesting how the movie starts off on uh, monitors, and yet when we pull back from the monitors, it still feels like we're watching all of this on a monitor ourselves yeah. throughout. Um, before I get to Josh, I'll just say really, really quickly, I will never, ever, ever forget thinking that my Blu-ray when I bought this film was <laughs> defected in some way because when I used to watch this movie on DVD, uh, 
back when, you know, uh, I didn't see it like when it came out in 2002, but I saw it a couple years later around like that 2007, 2008 time. I watched it on DVD and I had no issues with the quality of the video of the movie and the style that Anthony Dobb Mantle chose to shoot this in. But when I got the Blu-ray, it was so much more noticeably <laughs> bad to me that I legitimately thought something was wrong. And then I did some reading and I was like, oh, no, 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 this is the intended look at the film. Okay, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Josh, 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 yes. what do you think of 28 Days Later? Well, um, unlike some other people on this podcast. I'm very familiar with this movie. Uh, I did not see it on its initial run in theaters. I caught it uh, a couple years after that, but I was very enamored by it. And truthfully, this is my favorite Danny Boyle film. Ooh. Yes. Out of everything, everything that he has made, this is the one that I love the most. And I just am so into the entire style of this film. You mentioned the graininess of the video, which in part is because they were using these very early kind of digital cameras at that time. But I think it works so well for the like just entire world of this movie being so barren and gritty itself. I think that that choice to go with that type of style works really well for this movie. I think that the characters are really interesting. The performances are great. I, I am just so in love with everything that this movie does to try to take a rather familiar subgenre and completely reinvent it in a way that is so fresh and exciting. And truly, from top to bottom, I absolutely love this film. Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of the 2003 film 28 Days Later here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full review, you will have to head on over to Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this review, including other exclusive podcast content from us. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Play, RefM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening once again, as always, and we shall see you all next time.